we are back with the Getting It Right show. Brent, we're back on the stage. Yes, Jose. Good to be here. Good to see you again, man. We are excited, excited to talk to this guy here. This guy's like uh, a well-oiled machine when it comes to the home warranty business. Yes, he is. And the maintenance side, too, as well, right? That is so cool. Kevin Panabecker. All right. Please tell me I said that name correctly. You absolutely did. Very good. (laughs) I'm excited. I did it right. <laughs> Kevin Hannebecker <laughs> with Upkeep uh, Home Warranty is here joining us. Brent, we were excited to have you, Kevin. I mean, this is this is really cool for us. We always want to talk to agents and uh, you know vendors, but more importantly, business owners. We really you know criteria or we we really want to bring that to light because we know how long or how much it takes to build a business, right? And Absolutely. you've done a successful job building yours. That's right. Thank you very much for having me. We love it. Tell us about yourself, Kevin. How'd you, how'd you get into the upkeep business, man? <laughs> the warranty business? Well, huh? I actually started with Mr. Fix-It back in 2015. Yeah. And they brought me in as kind of a business development guy. Um, and then about a year and a half into it, we were brought up this product was called It's Just Routine. And it was a scheduled maintenance company. That's all we did. Um, didn't really quite go over the way we had hoped. And so we've been talking with a couple of business consultants. One recommended that we said we should join warranty with maintenance. He says, you've already got the maintenance side down. You add a warranty to it, you'll have a game changer because nobody else is out there doing its warranty and maintenance. Yep. So we yeah. spent about a year and a half doing like focus group studies and market research and all that kind of stuff to bring out. Am I too loud, too soft? Too good. Okay. Just turn your microphone a little bit. Yeah, okay, good, there we go. Now he yeah. sounds like a DJ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I have that voice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So we did a bunch of market, uh, market research to determine, is there really a demand for this, and can we afford it, you know, really, to bring it out? And so that's what we did. And we rolled it out in the, in the fall of 18. Um, then in the spring of 19, we changed the name to Upkeep. So. Love it. It's a, very, it's a very catchy name. Yeah. I mean, I, I, enjoy, I love it. You know, and, and, and in, this, in this industry, let's talk about the home warranty, because the home warranty business is everywhere, all over across the United States. People have become more and more common when we do real estate transactions to add the home warranty in there. It, from when I'm looking at your website, I mean, you guys have an awesome website. Very, Thank you. Very user-friendly. Thank you. Very easy to ask or answer questions. I mean, it, it, it's really, you know, uh, user-friendly. Tell me though. Here's the thing, and I think a lot of the you know people that listen to our shows and and there are in the industry, they always see the whole man of warranties all over the place. What do I pick? How do I pick? How do I what's determine which ones? Them? Yeah, what's the difference? Right. But you guys have a cool, cool concept with your home warranty. Tell us about that. Yeah. Well, we are the only home warranty company in the United States that combines quarterly maintenance visits with a full home warranty. And by full home warranty, I'm talking plumbing, electrical appliances, and the heating and cooling system, and then four visits a year to maintain those things that we're actually covering under the warranty. Kevin, I think that's something that almost needs to be repeated because I don't think people think of it that way. Because what you hear commonly is they've got a home warranty. They don't ever see the people. Uh, If they do see the people, it's a third-party guy that's two or three weeks out. They can't get a hold of them. There's no connection. They have to call back. And then there's some other third party that they say, well, those people can do it. You guys aren't like that. It's all in-house. Absolutely right. Yeah. We use our own employees to do the work. Um, They all have logoed shirts. They've got a logo on one side. They've got their name on the other side of the shirt. And the vehicles they drive have got Mr. Fix-It on one half and Upkeep on the other half. So people always know who's coming to the door. So the biggest difference is there, and a lot of the other home warranty companies, they use those outside contractors mm-hmm. that you're talking about. Um, you're not even sure who's going to come to your door. 
or whether you even want to let that person in your house. And with us, they know exactly who's there. And typically, it's the person who did the maintenance three months ago right. is the one that's doing the maintenance again today. So yeah. they get to know them. And that's, uh, that is unusual. You're, yeah. you're actually creating a relationship mm-hmm. with a home warranty company that sees you quarterly, mm-hmm. and they know your stuff. Yeah, that's right. And the other cool thing about it is if they have something around the house that could need like a handyman, you're Mr. Fix-It. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's a balance, right? It's Isn't a perfect good? balance yeah. of two worlds. It's awesome. Yeah. I love it. Kevin, uh, been, how long have you been in the industry, my man? I mean, how did you get into it? I mean, I know you said you started with the other organization, but how, how, what made you draw yourself into this? Well, I've always always been an entrepreneur, business owner, you know, high-level senior management, sales, and business development kind of people. And I've uh, been through a couple of companies where, you know, they get bought out by a bigger company, and the next thing you know, you're out, out on your ear. And so my wife and I actually started a franchise for a while. They were doing some commercial bathroom cleaning and uh, we decided to get out of that. And I knew that Mr. Fixit was in the process of looking for a business development guy. I knew I knew one of the owners, so I gave him a call, and I started with him in the January of fifteen. You know, that's and being an entrepreneur, you have to take the risk. Yep, you have to put yourself out there. Yeah, and and I, you know, one of the things Jose said is, you know, we're talk we talk to business owners, and then you <laughs> incorporate agents and real estate agents and that, but everybody really is under the umbrella of a business owner in that world. Because if you're an agent, you still are taking those things that are your risk. You're out there creating your own money and either you either make it happen or you don't. Um, what do you think some of the biggest challenges are for when you got into the business that you had to think about? Like, here I am, I'm, I'm getting into this. What do I, what do I have to think about as, as a guy that's getting into the business? Well, for us, it was a matter of, Okay, what kind of claims ratio do you think we're going to get? Because yep. obviously that's going to be some out-of-pocket expenses. Mm-hmm. And so we were able to buy some market data um, that told us what the average claim ratio was here in the St. Louis area. Um, and we said, well, okay, if that's what they are getting, then if we're out there going doing quarterly maintenance, we think we should get something lower than that mm-hmm. because we're going to try and catch problems before they occurred. Um, and then we found out that we were getting even lower than what we thought, which is a, a nice problem to that have. That is a really good problem to have. And so... Based on that number, then we could kind of extrapolate out saying, because we also knew what the average claim cost was, say, okay, if this is what's going on, this is what our average claim cost is going to be per account. Is that something that we can afford? And when we came back, yes. How hard was it to get, because I think you just gave somebody a big tip there. When you jump into something, you shouldn't jump in without the research knowledge. Right. How hard was it to get to those numbers? Those were difficult, but we were able to find them and paid for them, yeah. you know, to get that from that. And then we took that data, and that's when we did the focus group studies that I may have mentioned earlier. And the, all that was in the focus group studies were either real estate agents or brokers. Okay. Right? And we did four of them. We had about 50, 55 people spread out between those four groups. And it was a true focus group study. I was one sitting in the back. Yeah. You know, we had somebody else facilitating in the front, and I'm just taking notes. Smart. Right? And um, it was one of those things where we said, okay, what do, you, what do you like about home warranties? What do you dislike about them? You know, you're truly finding out what's happening. Kevin, and, how did you find those people? Well, because of our Mr. Fix-It experience, okay. we had a relationship with a lot of realtors already here in St. Louis. Gotcha. Okay. And so we just contacted them. Hey, we've got this idea. We want to run by you. Come in. We'll, have you, we'll feed you breakfast. You know, come on and tell us, give us your ideas on that. Perfect. So, yeah. And there was four consistent problems that came up across the board. In fact, they were so consistent, it was almost as if they were trading notes. <laughs> and they couldn't have been because nobody knew who was in the other focus group studies. Okay, so it was really kind of a unique thing. And the four group main, main problems was they'll deny a claim due to lack of maintenance. OK, 
okay, well, we're doing the maintenance, so we can't deny the claim, right? Second one was you never can tell who's going to come to your door. Well, we use our own employees to do that. Third one was you can never talk to the same person twice. Yep. Okay. May have a call center someplace, who knows where. Sure. We have something called a home manager. And that home manager is the one who kind of coordinates what's going on with that account. It's a home manager's responsibility to schedule those quarterly maintenance visits. So we actually are reaching out to the accounts four times a year to get those things scheduled. And the last one was the contracts were too hard to read and understand. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> like and those are the main four. There are yeah. a lot of other little things too, but those are the main four. And so we try to address those. And you know what? I think uh, Kevin's just kind of throwing out all kinds of tips here for, for <laughs> when you're wanting to do a business is you, you, you saw the problem, mm-hmm. but you actually went to a focus group and let them tell you if you thought that problem was what you saw. And maybe some of it was, and some of it wasn't, but that, then you went in and solved that. Right. And that's how you, that's how your company's structured. That's exactly right. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Wasn't that the scientific method? Isn't that what you're they supposed to say. do? They say. Right? You're supposed to form a hypothesis. And <laughs> Absolutely. And what happens a lot of times is somebody gets really excited about a job or, or an opportunity, and they jump into it, and they could have gotten more information to solve problems, because right. that's really what a business is supposed to do, is going to be a service to something or solve a problem. Right. And But if you don't know exactly how they perceive that problem, you might not be solving it the way they want it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's good stuff. So you know, go ahead. Go I'm ahead. Sorry. No, no, go ahead. Well, I'm, I was actually, just, I'm just so intrigued with their website. It's really cool. I mean, they they have it so user friendly. What's the website address? You know, it, it's <laughs> upkeep dot. You know, um, here it says upkeep dot homes dot com. Right? Am oh, I no, right? Just, no, it's just, just homes. homes. They do something oh, kind of. Oh, that is so cool. I just noticed that. Yeah, yeah it's upkeep dot homes. That's different. Yeah. That's so cool. How, I, how did you come across doing I, exactly. that? Exactly. I know you and I talked about that before, but I I forgot how that. Is when we were in the process of changing names, yeah, you know, we were doing some research around, and by it was like the the winter of eighteen going into the, fall, the spring of nineteen, um, there were these new domain names being rolled out, and a lot of them were being rolled out for realtors. That's where you first started seeing dot realtor dot home dot homes yeah. those kind of things, and we said, well, let's do dot homes. Yeah, you know, so now it's upkeep dot homes, and, and the website tells you what to what the actual what we do. So, that's crazy because yeah. that's the name of your company. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So do you, what's the most common thing? Like when, when you, I mean, you're in the business of seeing problems. Mm-hmm. You know, people call you when something's wrong mm-hmm. a lot of times, and then you're going by quarterly and just checking on things. What, what's the common thing you guys run into? What, do pe- what should people be thinking about when they're thinking about their house and how it's going to explode on them? Well, obviously the big systems, you know, yeah. the furnace, air conditioning, and those have got to be checked out for sure. And that's what we do as part of that maintenance is that we do actually a full clean and check on the HVAC system in the fall and the spring. We have the guys that are EPA certified so they can do it properly, cut, recover, refrigerant, whatever needs to be done. Um, then they want to check the appliances to make sure that they're actually working. Um, they may look good. Um, and if they're thinking about buying a new appliance for whatever, I would definitely go out and check consumer reports, reviews, Amazon reviews, Google reviews on that particular yeah. product because there's a lot of refrigerators specifically that are not very well made, mm. and you'll find that out very quickly if by just checking reviews. And they and some of those could be well-known products that uh, they're very are not well-known. inexpensive. They are very well-known. Yeah. <laughs> What the, the, one of the main questions? What does my warranty cover? And you have covered warranty items. You have heating, air conditioning systems, appliances. Now, here's a here's a question, right? Because running into home warranties, they're saying, "Yeah, we cover all this stuff." But then, when you read the fine print, and mm-hmm. there's some case, for example, HVAC, right? I many, many moons ago, when I sold real estate myself, 
you know, we run into these scenarios where, yeah, your HVAC is covered. And then at the end of the day, no, it's not. It's, it's actually just the, the, the coolant, right? How do you guys, uh, what exactly are the coverages, for example, your heavy items, HVAC, electrical, and plumbing? The, the main rule of thumb is that, obviously, you're in, a, in a realty transaction, most people are still getting inspections, right? Mm-hmm. And so if there's a red flag called out by the inspector, then we'll be aware of that. And we'll say, okay, if this oven's not quite working right, it's not going to be covered until it is working. Mm-hmm. You know, once we get it working, then we'd be happy to cover it. But as long as everything else is, is working, when we take over, then we cover it without any questions asked. Um, so we don't care about the age. Which I know a lot of people put you know, disclaimers on there. They do prorate of stuff, and mm-hmm. we don't. We just say if it's working when we take over, we cover it. We'll take care of it. Yep. That's Additional simple. benefits, so Kevin. I mean, I'm looking at the. If you should read, read this, master fix a discount, bonus minutes, personal home manager, in-house technicians, claims. How are your relationships with your vendors? Right? Is it all in-house? Everybody that does like, if you guys have a claim. How do you, how do you, who do, who is it that you guys are using? Is it a preferred vendor? How do you guys rate them? I mean, uh, 99% of the claims are done by our employees. See, that's awesome. See, that's because a big deal. That's a huge deal. Having that, that EPA certification on the HVAC side means they can do anything they need to do in the heating and cooling. But to get that certification, you have to know a heck of a lot about plumbing and electrical. Mm-hmm. And so they're very good at those. And then we find people who maybe have some very profound appliance repair experience and we bring those people on. And the rare occasion where maybe we get a little swamp on something, we do have a couple of heating and cooling vendors that we will turn to uh, for assistance. And, and basically the, the process, is that, Jose, is that we just we vet them. We, you know, I, I talk to them. I meet with them. Um, I find out a little bit about, about them, read their reviews, find yeah. out what kind of reputation they have, and then we decide to give them a shot. And if they come through for us, then we'll use them again. I left one part up on purpose because I think this is so cool. Your routine maintenance. Tell people about that. Yeah. Well, the, the quarterly maintenance is just that. I mean, we're doing everything from, as I said, the HVAC clean and check. We are maintaining appliances, which is things like vacuuming the refrigerator coils, you know, running some vinegar through like dishwasher and washers, getting rid of that hard water staining or scaling that we have here. Um, we flush the water heater. Um, we clean dryer vents even just to make sure that everything is working properly. That's big. So you guys do the dryer heaters too? Yeah, we do. Yeah, the filters. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And then you know we can go in and we're checking to make sure the emergency shutoff valves are working, whether it's a gas or water, because it's one of those things that if you need to shut the water off, you need to shut the water off. So you need to make sure the valve is actually working, and we do. Um, we do a deck safety inspection basically in the spring, just walking around to make sure everything's still okay, and then we do an exterior inspection in the fall. And we're, we're just walking around the building, checking to see if there's any bad or missing weather stripping or caulking or anything else that might be out of the ordinary. And even though they might have a relatively new roof, we know what kind of weather we have here in St. Louis. And mm-hmm. we, you can get a roofing company to fly a drone over the top to check the roof and the gutters if they want us to. Wow. That's incredible, man. I mean, plus, it's a locally owned company. Right. I mean, a lot of these home warranties are outside of the state of Missouri. You're dealing with a local company that specializes, obviously, in, in home warranty. And they're doing such a great, you know great job and what if, if in fact you had to do something over again right in your business career okay from upkeep to you know the other um, mr fix mr. it, mr. Fix it would, would you do something different to, to you know if, if there was something in that career path that you took so man i wish i could have done that a little bit differently because I, I w- you've you've mastered an awesome 
platform mm -hmm. and that's why i'm asking yeah. like i well, you, thank you. you obviously you did your due diligence you did your research you did everything but sure you know i, I always want to ask somebody who's 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 a business owner you know hey what would you do differently if you know what you've done now well i mean we, we weren't happy with the success of the it's just routine side of it but without having that piece first we would not have been able to get to where we are now and so it was a, that was a, a very valuable learning experience for us, you know. And so you take what, okay, how do you fix this? And you turn it around and you make it to something that's very viable. I, I think that's a huge tip, Kevin, that you just gave somebody. Because a lot of things with life, people think the mistakes, uh, they stop people. Right. And they scare people and, right. they, and make them fearful to take a step forward. Where mistakes don't define you, they just make you wiser so that when you're growing, you're going to make mistakes because that's part of the growth curve. But... Like you said, you learn it, you fix it, you make it better, and that becomes a better platform. Absolutely. That's part of the whole business world of growing business. Right, right. Yeah, that's that's good. I love it. I love it. What does Kevin do outside of the upkeep world? <laughs> what, what is the personal life of Kevin? What do you do? Uh, I'm actually a woodworker. Woodworker. I like, I like working with my hands and making things. And, no uh, kidding. And we call it making sawdust. So, <laughs> <laughs> like what all does Kevin make? Um, I've made everything from indoor furniture to outdoor furniture to, you know, decorative fencing and gate structures. And I bet your um, wife likes you. <laughs> <laughs> she likes the fact that I'm kind of handy. <laughs> I can fix stuff. See, you I know? don't have that, Jose. No, no, Julie think, looks at me yeah, and says, yeah, what says, can he do? Yeah. <laughs> or we need to find somebody to come do this Please. work. He <laughs> Help. <laughs> no, I, just, I enjoy it. It's fun to get out there in the shop and have some idea what you're going to do when you put it together. So you're one of those guys that's got an awesome set of tools. I have a good set of uh -huh. tools, yes. <laughs> He's a craftsman, man. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, yes. I forget dude. what movie that was in. But I think it was I Fast Times at Richmond High. I think My dad's right. got an awesome set of tools. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Listen, we also have to plug in who our sponsor is for this show. Just so happens to be Kevin with Upkeep. That's why he's here. Hey. Guys, go to his website at upkeep.homes. They also have an awesome uh, phone number here. The number is at... Uh, I'm sorry, I just went too far in the end. Here we go. 636-387-7331. Once again, that's 636-387-7331. And they're actually located in uh, out west, out in St. Peter's, but they they go everywhere to the St. Louis New office. Areas. I mean, and it's a brand new office, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, so you know, please reach out to them. So I had to plug it. That's our yeah, that's my that. that's my that's and, our little ad here. And, and I'll say this, Jose, is that Kevin was nice enough to invite our office over there. So I swung by and here's one nice thing to know about Kevin. When he throws an open house, he's got a lot of food. <laughs> he's got a lot of food. What is it? Uh, he's feeding it, the hungry and the masses right. over there. Yeah. Too. You know, you always get to think better with a full stomach right? <laughs> than on an empty stomach. Well, and the alcohol probably helped a little bit. Yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> that does do the trick. That does do the trick. One of the things that I, and let's go to Mr. Fix-It. We talked about upkeep, but I want people to know that this is like a, a tandem mm -hmm. uh, business. Absolutely. But let's talk about Mr. Fix-It, and okay. let's talk about how you guys work through that as Mr. Fix-It. Okay. Give everybody the synopsis of what Mr. Fix-It is. Okay, before I do that, I want to bring up one other point I was going to bring yeah, up. Yeah, absolutely. Is upkeep. upkeep, we also have something called the vanishing deductible. Okay? So if we have a claim for repair or replacement, it starts at $75. When they renew the next year, it goes down to 50 then to 25 and then to zero. And so that means eventually they're getting to a point where they can call us in to take care of a stove repair. It doesn't cost them a dime. Huh. So, wow. so it's, and again, we're finding that 
because we're doing the maintenance, we're, most of our claims are in the first year. Right. And then they start to go away because we're getting the maintenance taken care of and everybody's doing what they're supposed everybody's to do. Everybody's happy. So we've got a but it's called vanishing deductible is our term. I like that. Us. I like it a lot. That's so, awesome. Mr. Fix-It is a handyman service. It's a local company, even though it's got this great franchise signing name. It's not a franchise. Um, we've been around in one form or another for, as I said, about 19 years. It was originally uh, started by a gentleman out in Troy, Missouri. And uh, we do, at one point, we were probably doing 70, 75% of our revenue was coming from realtors, um, home inspection report items, prepping homes for sale, you know, those types of things. Mm. And uh, we had, uh, we have something called a super key, which makes it much more convenient for our guys to go out to get the work done. Um, our estimates are always free. And uh, then they're always very detailed and analysis. And so if you get five items that are called out in a home inspection report, the seller and the buyer see what the price is for each one of those items. And that's helpful in negotiations because sellers always underestimate how much it costs to fix something mm-hmm. and buyers always overestimate sure. how much it costs Absolutely. to fix something. Yeah. But now they got a number so they can negotiate and figure out who's going to do what. Obviously, in this market, it's a little bit different, but that's typically how it would work. Um, and what happens a lot of times, maybe they get negotiated out entirely. It's no big deal. Uh, buyers will frequently come back to us later and say, hey, you know these things we negotiated mm-hmm. out, can we come back and revisit Already those? had the relationship. Yep. So I'm always curious with Mr. Fix-It, like, what job's too small or what job's too big? Because I understand that it's a handyman service. Yep. So, like, what, what, what's a small job? What would be something that Mr. Fixit can do that? And what would be a big job that Mr. Fixit? Small job. Uh, just recently, we were helping um, a family hang a bunch of pictures and mounts. Okay. Deer, elk, uh, bear. Yeah. You know, they wanted to. Bit of a hunter, spot. that one. Huh? <laughs> it was the hunter family, definitely. And they wanted help in hanging that. So we had a couple of our guys going out there and putting them up on the wall and hanging those things. See, that's good to know because, I yeah. mean, even uh, yeah, I can see uh, families moving in. Sure. That they might have a lot of artwork or whatever and not yeah. know how to hang it. And Pictures or big mirrors or yeah. something on those lines. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, nobody knows who to call on that kind of stuff. Yeah, and, and just call us, you know. Yeah. And um, a lot of times just by the phone call and we have somebody that always answers the phone and by the phone call we can say, oh, no, we don't do that. So nobody's wasting their time or anything like that. Big jobs, we don't do any roofing or siding kind of work like that at all. Um, we don't do any concrete flat work. Um, we'll do some patches and things like that. Mm-hmm. But um, probably the biggest thing we will do now is maybe some kind of a small bathroom remodels. Oh, okay. Okay. So, okay. I mean, we can t- take it down to the studs if they need us to and then put it back together again the way they want. So, Good. Are you finding yourself being extremely busy? Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> of the way the market's going and people are like, well, I'm going to keep my house and I'm going to remodel. Yeah. And pretty much every contractor or company, construction remodeling company is currently saying, hey, we're booked out about a year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? right. And we can't get to it. But yeah. are you running into that path yourself or do you guys have a pretty good turnaround on timelines for repair well, work or any such, ma- you know? Yeah. Well, on, in the real estate world, of course, there's certain deadlines, right? Absolutely. And, you know, and so what we do is that when somebody calls us on the real estate side, we normally get the estimator out there within a day or two of the phone call. And then the, the person who requested the estimate will get that written estimate within 24 hours of the time that the estimator has That's seen good. it. So it's, we're trying to be as responsive as we can um, and then get it done as quickly as we can to fit the timelines that are necessary mm-hmm. without having to have, change things or change closing dates or whatever may have to be done. Um, on the retail side, sometimes they can be pushed out a little bit farther, but we're not really booking out more than three weeks typically. Wow, that's really that good. That is really good. That is really good. Because we have, we have six guys in the field that do the work, and so we can move them around and wherever they need to be. Um, some of them are quite a bit better at other things than you know, the other ones. You know, so we, you know, drywall is an art, you know, so you have to be able to do drywall work, then you have that person come in and take care Certainly. of that. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Have you run into any municipality changes as far as on our local real estate market? You can say, hey, that's a new that's a new item. Uh, you know, when I always ask people that, you, 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 when you call a municipality in some cases, you tend to find out something new every day, right? Because they're always modifying, always changing, yeah. or it depends right. on the inspector, whoever. Right. But do you see any major changes here in our market as far as, uh, you know, uh, municipality inspections or municipalities in general on what they're looking for? Well, I mean, there, there are some municipalities that are a little bit more picky mm. about that kind of work than others. And so some of them may require, um, like, a permit to even just to change a toilet, which is kind of silly. Yeah. But um, that's what's, what's required. Um, you're finding more and more areas are requiring uh, permits even to put in things like GFCIs or, you know, some, some electrical work like that. Um, obviously, expansion tanks on water heaters are going are, are to they have to be made, you know, they have to have them. Um, so we see that getting called out a lot of times in inspection reports, and so then we have to go in and add the expansion tank. Yeah. So. Now, now, you mentioned something, plumbing. You mentioned electrical and some of the changes and pulling permits to clarify, and I know I'm pretty certain on this, but you guys are all licensed, insured, bonded. When it comes to the electricians having to pull permits, plumbers having to go make modifications and got to go pull permits, that's all set up, right? Well, no, not actually. Okay, uh, well, okay. hey, that's why we're talking about that's it. No, no. Um, we don't have licensed plumber or licensed electrician on staff. Uh, and for the most part, you don't need them. Okay, okay. great. Um, U.S. Electrical Code needs, says you need a licensed electrician if you're going to be doing something with electrical panel work. Okay, and then there are some, um, most plumbing codes require a licensed plumber if you're going to do something with a stack or if you're running brand new supplier waste lines. Again, other municipalities have different rules and you have to kind of use sure. that as a rule of thumb. But you know what? That That's news to me, right? Mm -hmm. So to me, that's like a getting it right moment. That's a golden nugget that we just hit right now because a lot of people... <laughs> <laughs> A lot of people assume that, right. you know, yeah. you're like, man, I got to go find an electrician because they got to change this, you know, yeah. uh, GFCI, whatever. That's actually good to know. Depending on municipalities, as you stated, though, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, there's some places you don't really need a full full electrician, or licensed mean, electrician or licensed plumber. You see it a lot of times on inspection reports, a lot of times with, with newer agents. They may say, oh, we have to have this licensed plumber repair this leak. Well, the leak's back behind the drywall, right? Um, well, a licensed plumber is going to do a great job of coming in and cutting a hole in the drywall. And fixing the leak. Mm -hmm. And they're gone. And they're gone. <laughs> and there it is. I knew where you were going with that, Kevin. Uh, now the homeowner has to find somebody to patch the drywall. They yeah. have to do it themselves. Okay. But if you say a qualified contractor like us, then we can come in, cut the hole in drywall, fix the leak, patch the drywall, and mud, sand, prime, and paint. And depending on the weather, we might be able to do it all in one day. Mm. And again, we have a super key to allow us to get in. Not very many plumbers, and I'm not aware of any drywall guys that have super keys. And so it's just a lot more convenient for not only the homeowner, but also the agent. Man, it, it sure is. Yeah. It, it really is. It, being in, in, the, in the field of real estate and selling, when I was selling, I wish I had an organization like yours because it does simplify the process. Oh, yeah. Because you are 100% right, Kevin. You hire a licensed plumber, and that leak is behind that wall. Well, guess what? They're going to cut it and hit it to and where they want. It. It's not like, I can try to figure it out by cutting just a little. No, they're ripping it out and make mm. their job efficient right. and easier. <laughs> but when they're done, they're done. That's yeah. right. All right, my job's done. I got to go. And then you got a big old hole. Yeah. And you're like, okay, now I got to go. Problem solved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're not leaking anymore, but there's still a hole on the wall. But your system and your process or your due diligence, I mean, it's amazing. It's awesome. Me being in the business, you know, now and seeing it as if I was selling again now, it's a no-brainer. Sure. Well, thank you. It's really a no-brainer. It's <laughs> yeah. trying to simplify also my life and my client's life. Absolutely right. Right? So yeah. that's that's amazing. Yeah. So how do how does upkeep and Mr. Fix-It 
does it ever intertwine in essence? How does that, you know, and you say you guys use your own people, but mm -hmm. explain to the, the, the listeners on how that intertwines because there is some, some fluidness amongst that, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I mean, on the upkeep side, there'd be sometimes some requests for work that's not really warranty related. And so then we can refer them to Mr. Fixit and then Mr. Fixit can come out and give them an estimate and then they get a discount from Mr. Fixit for doing so. Um, then by us doing some of the evaluations and so forth, we can also point out some things that, oh, you know what? You got some problems with this right here. That's really a Mr. Fixit job. You go back and forth that way too. Um, and in our case, if we're doing a plumbing fix you know, under, under the upkeep side, we have to cut the hole in the drywall and we fix it. But then we send one of our Fixit guys out there to patch the drywall. And so, as I'm, I'm, I'm aware of, we're the only home warranty company that actually patches drywall. And so, what that means is that we get it back to a ready-to-paint status, okay? The, mm. the homeowner still has to paint it. Sure. Okay, but they don't have a hole in the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. It's a big difference, I think. It's a huge difference. <laughs> 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 it's where you don't want to well, – I didn't see that picture frame there before. What? what? <laughs> Are they going to leave – is it a gift for us when we move You, you know, what? it reminds me of something, Kevin. So, we uh, – when I was a kid, I think we were a young te or older teenager, I think probably like in college, and my parents had a place down at the lake, and so one of my friends came down the stairs and actually accidentally put his foot through the wall. Ooh. Easy to patch, hard to find the paint. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a mess. Yeah. <laughs> I don't ever like that whole drywall thing where you're trying to figure out how to fix that. It's an art. Yeah, it is, it is it an is. art. Is. Realistically, it is an art. Not an easy cover up. <laughs> no, 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 no. I wouldn't recommend you touching that there, uh, Brent. <laughs> and, and don't just paint what you patch. That's right. You got to paint the whole even, thing. That draws man. the eye. That's right. <laughs> like, look, I did what I was supposed to do. You know, I, I feel that, uh, Kevin, both of your organizations that you represent, as there's some fluidness in there, which is awesome, it does add an added value to the agents in our organization and sure. agents that you work outside with our organization. You're really a one-stop shop, per se, right, in that side, the Pretty home much. warranty side, the repair and maintenance side. Yeah. To me, seeing that and hearing everything you've said, like I've learned so much so far now, and I mean, we're vendor partners, but it's good to also be able to note that it's, man, this is easy. To me, all our new agents, guess what, guys? Here's your options. You know, here's the warranty companies. Here's your your uh, maintenance companies. But there's only one institution that kind of migrates both. That's right. right. It's right. really like almost you have one number. Call us. We'll figure, you know, That's we can right. handle both. Exactly. So you are right. You've developed a very nice niche for this industry. So I applaud you for that. Wow. See that? I'm using it, though, Brent. Let it be, Jose. He wants me to get more involved yeah. with these buttons. We've got a lot of buttons here. <laughs> you know, we got to start using them. <laughs> yeah. Once again, everybody, Kevin with Upkeep. Upkeep.homes. Go to their website. Check them out. Their phone number is 636-387-7331. They're located out west, but they do work all over the all central over. St. Louis metropolitan Except area. Except Illinois. Except Illinois. We got, you know, for the people outside of our market that are listening, we kind of simply always just adopted, like, the southern border of Illinois. We call it St. Louis or Metro East, whatever. Right. But. Illinois is not the market he does business in, which is okay with us. There's a, there's a lot of people over here. There's tons of, <laughs> tons of people, tons of business, right? Absolutely right. Look at this. He's got great reviews. I mean, you're a member, you know, you're a member with the St. Charles Board of Realtors, St. Louis, East Central Board of Realtors. He's already, he's an A-plus Better Business Bureau guy. I mean, you know, it's I good. can keep going on and on. What's 22, 2022 look for you? 
We are anticipating tripling what we did last year. Um, so, and we doubled last year what we did over the 20. That deserves so. an applause. That, that, I got to give you that, man. That is so cool. Wow. How do you, you know, think about the amount of business an organization has to do to be able to state what you just stated. Yeah, <laughs> yeah to double and then triple. Yeah. 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 That's incredible. Yeah. Any added features you're going to be adding by chance that you can say that helps you get to that goal? Um, probably not. We've uh, changed the, the structure around a little bit and what we were doing as far as some of the options. Sure. Um, we've increased the, some of the limits as what well. we will pay on appliances uh, to, depending on what option they choose to, as high as $7,500 for wow. appliance. Wow. Um, and when you get into sub-zeros and, and uh, wolves and things yeah. like that, you're going you're to come across that number. But uh, for the most part, it's just trying to get uh, better coverage, slightly reduced or slightly increased numbers, but then give them a higher limit just to what we can pay. Wonderful. That's Wonderful. great. One last thing, and maybe this can help also help other people, maybe perhaps millennials, maybe perhaps people. How does the warranty get underwritten as far as a claim? With you guys, is it a bunch of, you know, departments, or who does the, uh, the claim review? Um, well, I, I, typically it's me or one of the other partners will do the claim review, um, and, it's all, <coughs> and it's all financed in-house. We don't go for any outside uh, brokerages or anything like that to do it. We all do everything inside. So everything you guys do is basically in-house. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, we do. That's really, that's, yeah. that's unusual, and I think people appreciate that. Well, uh, it, you get to a point where, Everybody on the outside, it's calling in. They know who they're talking to, yeah. and it makes a huge difference. And, you know, they, you know, you talk to somebody really nice in some other companies today, and then two weeks later, you may find just a complete jerk. But, you're mm-hmm. gonna, you know, with us, you're going to get the same person. You know? So it's yeah. going to be wow. nice. So another golden nugget for everyone listening. A lot of other home warranties, have their national agencies, which there's nothing wrong with them. They do a great job. They do great work. Mm-hmm. But what I just asked is the back-end internal process on how they function. And to be able to say that, that he's the guy that approves it and gets the work done, and has all, that's a whole different breed yeah. of business for, you know, this for business. service for yeah. this business. Right. That's amazing. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Well, Kevin, thank you. You know what? I, kudos to you. Kudos to your success and your continued success. We appreciate you being on the show. Thank you very much. One more time, Upkeep Home Warranty Plus Maintenance. You can get a hold of them at either website prep, which is upkeep.homes, or you can contact them at 636-387-7331. Anything else you want to add before we end it? Just thank you very much for the invitation. I enjoyed being here with you. Kevin, you're awesome. You've opened up my eyes. I'll be honest with you. You really have. Your your guys' platform is amazing. It's really cool. Yep. Brent, that's it for us, I, guy. We did our job. We did it. We made it through. Kevin made it easy. He made, he made it really <laughs> easy. And, and we're so excited, as usual, to have him. But everybody, get ready for the next one. But let's thank him now. Upkeep. Kevin, you did a great job, sir. Thank you very much. We look to hopefully bring you up in the future here. We'll see maybe on next second quarter or something. That'd right? be perfect. Thank you. Love it. All right, everybody. That's us getting it right. <laughs>